0: but I think where they're getting it because we're shaped like a pyramid.
1: People are stupid though, and I hate this because it makes no sense. Every, every single company,
0: company- is a pyramid. There's always there's less people. There's someone at the top. There's always every, less people at the every top. Every Welcome to the Sales Experience Podcast, where we interview the
1: sales leaders in each industry. Now, here's your host, Joshua Nutt. All right, welcome to the Sales Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Nutt. Today, I am lucky to introduce Amy Rhodes. Thank you. Yes. So, Amy has a background in Mary Kay sales. Mm -hmm. You are a director, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. So, perfect. So, what I want you to do is just kind of give me your full background, like the story of how you came up into Mary Kay and how you got there.
0: Okay. So, it actually started seven years ago. And I was working full time as a nurse at the hospital. I was actually one of our clinical coordinators, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically you're the charge nurse. So you're in charge of like helping with scheduling, making sure all the patients get up, discharged, all that stuff. So I was eight and a half months pregnant. And so not the best time to start anything, but kind of a backstory. My mom has actually done Mary Kay at that point for 15 years strictly for personal use. She started when I was in high school and mainly because she wanted the discount because we do get a 50% discount. So that is it. She doesn't even know about the products still to this day. She still does not even use the (laughs) products correctly, but she was doing it for the discount. And so a family friend of ours was actually working on a big goal in Mary Kay. And so it was actually her dad and my mom. And they were kind of talking like, why don't Amy just take over what you're doing? And that way she can actually kind of do it, get her discount. And then you don't have to worry about it. It anymore. Right. So that was the only plan. I think if I would have thought more into it, I probably never would have done it. Um, and so basically, I'm that type of person where I don't think things through all the time. I just kind of just go with a whim and right. just that's me. Yeah, <laughs> do it. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't have time to like, think of the pros, the cons and everything. I'm just like, jump in and let's do it. And so that's what I did. And so when I first got started, like I said, it was strictly just for the discount, nothing more. Um, Well, then my husband, he is a teacher and a high school basketball coach. And in a very loving way, he was like, Amy, you're about to be home with a three-year-old because we already had a three-year-old and a newborn and I'm going to be gone for basketball. So I started in September. Well, if you guys know much about high school sports, pretty much it's year round. But it really picks up in the fall. For basketball, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so I was due in November, and he's like, you need a hobby. Like, you need to do something because you are going to drive me insane with, like, always asking, when are you coming home? Oh, you're gone again. And so I was like, you know what? I picked up this Mary Kay thing. Why don't I do it? So I actually held three parties when I was nine months pregnant because I was terrified. I could talk in front of my friends, but, like, to talk about something that I really didn't know anything about terrified me. But I figure no one's going to make fun of a nine-month pregnant person like if they have no clue what they're saying. True. So I kept pushing it off. And finally, I was like, let's just do it while I'm pregnant because people are just going to be staring at my belly anyways, and I'll be good. So I did. And um, I actually sold $952 like, within like a two-hour time frame. I literally read off of index cards word for word because I had no clue what I was saying. I don't even think they paid attention to half of what I was saying. <laughs> um, but I made $476 for two hours of my time. And I was like, oh, like this is pretty good. So I kept doing it um, up until I had my um, son in November. And then um, I actually developed postpartum depression. Nobody knew really? about it. Um, and as nurses, we sometimes make the worst patients. And also I feel like there's kind of that sense of like not talking about when you get it. I'm so glad that it's kind of normalizing now when you yeah. go through postpartum depression because so many people hidden inside. Well, I also do, I had spinal headaches. So a lot of people were just kind of associating me with not. And I'm the person where all windows, I went open. I went every light on in the house. Like I love bright lights. Right. And I had blinds closed. I wasn't talking to people very much. I was crying. I was laying down all the time and everyone associated. With my spinal headaches, Um, and so two weeks after he was born, I was like, I need to do something. I'm not telling anybody. Like my husband didn't even know about it, and so I went back to Mary Kay stuff. And one thing I love with Mary Kay is it is all about building each other up. Like we don't do gossip, we don't do drama, right? um, And so it's a positive experience. And so. When you go around so many people that are laughing and positive, you can either take it two ways. One, you can take it as, oh my gosh, these people are driving me crazy. Or you can just kind of be like, you know what? Maybe there's something to it and just kind of lean into it. And eventually, you're going to start smiling and you're going to start laughing again. And so that's what I did. So kept doing my Mary Kay business throughout maternity leave. Fast forward after going back to work um, at the hospital. So again, had the three-year-old and a three-month-old. I probably put in maybe five to seven hours a week. And this was like in person. At the hospital or Um, in Mary Kay? I was Mary Kay. So I was working my full like 36 hours, which of course, you know, it's not a seven to seven. It's a eight, nine, whatever time you get out of there is when you get out of there. Put in five to seven hours a week doing Mary Kay. And that was maybe a couple hours here, there. And um, within that... So within like a little over, actually a year later, I went on target for my first free car and went on target to become a sales director. And so when I completed that, I actually dropped my hours to part time at the hospital and I took the educator position um, and then did that for another year. And now it's actually been four years since I've been able to resign from my 10 years of working in the hospital to strictly being a work from home mom. I still keep my nursing license. Like That was a lot of money, right. a lot of schooling. Um, I always told my parents I will keep that up, but I now just get to work from home. And then we've earned four free cars with the company, trips, diamond rings, all the fun things too. Wow. So yeah, yeah. that's, so that's a, just kind of my that's quick a good, little story. Yeah, it's yeah. a quick
1: little journey. But yeah. That's, that's like a good intro to, has Mary Kay changed at all since you started? Like has the commission mm-hmm. structure or anything changed yeah. inside? Of the company since Yes. you've been doing it five years? Seven. Seven. Oh seven my years. Goodness.
0: Yes, seven years. That's I know a long I, time. I still can't believe it. I was like, has it really been seven years? Um, but a lot has changed. Um, the commission for the most part is the same. They have enhanced it um, a little bit more from when I did get, when I got started, which is obviously enhancements are always good. Right. Um, but the main core of Mary Kay has always been the same. It's enriching women's lives, it's putting your faith first, your family second, and your career third it's just empowering other people and so the philosophy and the values of Mary Kay have never changed since they've been around since 1963 but the commission has gotten definitely better
1: better well that's yeah. always yeah that's a big positive and so like yes. for you whenever and that was one thing that you said is that when you were going through like your depression stage and everything mm-hmm. like that being around those people and seeing that like fun enjoyable yeah. environment like that's the one thing that I grew up with that I thought this is the environment that everyone should come into. The mm-hmm. sales position that I came into, you would go into the office in the morning, you would talk to the all of the people on your team, you would have like a get rowdy moment or whatever, like where you're trying to inspire one another to yeah. do better out in the field, everything like that. And that those moments are like, what made me want to stay with that company or continue mm-hmm. this same path. Yeah. So it's like and that's a good you know, that's one of the best points is whenever you're going into something like that, it can just continue to push you like forward. It makes you yeah. more confident in what yeah. you're gonna do too. They and always oh go
0: ahead. Well I was gonna say, they always say even if you come into Mary Kay for a year, even if you don't go and sell anything, they say you'll be a better version of yourself if you show up and you attend things, because it is, it's not just life lessons, like just being around positive people, it's going to impact you, which will impact your family.
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm mean, positivity is, yeah. is key. It, yeah. it spreads everywhere. So Definitely. Um, with you for like the sales aspect of it, when you were working just the five to seven hours a week, mm-hmm. just doing it, how were you going about, you know, because I would say with Mary Kay, a lot of people aren't going to be able to fully dive in unless they're like stay-at-home moms or, or whatever so they only have a set period of time throughout the week so what were you doing that you think would probably set you aside from other people to build you up to a point where you could end up you know resigning from your position
0: yes and I think that's the hardest thing for people is they use their situation as an excuse right Um, So many people go, I can't do that because I have kids. I can't do that because I have this. I can't do that because I have to work a second job. So many people use that. Instead, you use that as your reason. When I was doing it, I never in a million years thought, oh, I'd be earning a free car. I'd earn a free trip. I'd um, be able to resign from my nursing job. Never did I think that. But I am somebody who is stubborn. I also like succeeding. Um, I am an achiever. And so when I knew, and again, I like making money. I mean, I am not too proud to admit, like money is nice. right? And so what set me aside was I always showed up. So we do weekly meetings. Um, right now, they're Zoom in person, you know, depending on what you want to do. They are yeah. not mandatory, but I always showed up. And I always brought guests. We were able to bring guests and sell. So I would use my time wisely. Um, So I would always show up there and I'd bring people. And then I would have maybe one party outside of that. And I was doing that consistently. And that was the biggest thing where a lot of people, they don't because they'll use their situation as the excuse for not being able to do something. But after I started doing it and I started seeing other women like, show up, and then they were talking about how they were going to go to the zoo the next day. And I'm like, yep, I'm going to be at the hospital. And they were talking about being able to design their life. That's when I started realizing, like, I could really actually do this. I just have to be consistent. And instead of being your own boss in a sense of I get to do whatever I want to do, using that as a I do get to do whatever I want to do. But at the same time, as long as I'm consistent with this, it's going to pay off. And now again, I don't ever have to worry about missing holidays, missing birthdays because I'm not at the hospital. I get to design my schedule. You get to
1: just pick everything that you want to do, which is the best thing. Yes. Uh, That's why I always recommend running your own business. Yes. It makes things so much more exciting. You're in
0: control of your paycheck. That is the best thing ever.
1: Very true. Very true. So when you're I guess uh, another question a lot of people would have is did you have like a larger social media following or a larger friend group whenever you came into this to have people to network with to be able to sell more efficient than others that could possibly come in? Yes.
0: Yeah, so I would say I had um, a larger network work because you figure I had the hospital. I had high school. I had college. I had grade school. I had sporting things. I had different people. But I, we always say you can start with your family and friends, but you do not build a business off of your family and friends. Right, you can't. No, to this day, I probably have maybe two or three like friends that are customers. Now, some of my customers have became my friends, but starting off, I don't have a lot. I always tell people, it's kind of like when you start with a restaurant, you're going to start with your family and friends, and then you go from word of mouth. Yep. But years later, you're not just going to have your family and friends in your restaurant because it will never be successful. And so, I did have a larger network to start with, um, but also I wasn't afraid to ask. No, I did not like hearing or I did not like hearing the word no. Nobody does, but I did get a lot of no's. I did get a lot of people that said no, thanks, no, thank you. But I didn't let that stop me, right? Because I knew that. I'm not every single person is gonna want to try our products and that's okay, but I knew I had to keep asking. And my social media, probably not the best seven years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's just say like, so I mean the best, the best way to analyze it is Facebook mm-hmm. was still around seven years ago. So, when it, it was in its prime basically. Yeah,
0: but I also, I feel like I did not do a lot on Facebook, okay. like I didn't run my business a lot on social media. COVID has been one of the best things for our company. It's been a very bad thing in so many ways. But looking at the positives of it, it has really helped because we started going virtual. And so prior to that, I never did a Facebook party. I maybe did maybe one or two, and they probably were not successful. So everything was in person. So really, I never did a lot of social media. It was me asking people and then... When they were there, if they wanted to book a party with some of their friends to earn stuff, and it would just kind of go that route. It wasn't a big social media. So now it is so much easier than what it was seven years ago because of the social media platform. Yeah, and
1: that's true for like anybody coming in, right? Yes. Especially, and that's one thing that I've tried to express too, is if, and you all consider this an MLM, right? Multi-level. So we're kind dual of, marketing. Dual we're actually marketing. not the multi-level.
0: Okay. Yep, we're a dual okay. marketing. So mm-hmm. dual.
1: So like even coming into those situations where you can build a team and you can have people that end up selling products, yep. um, it ends up making it to where you know you can build a team pretty easy nowadays, especially for younger people that have. I get. Well, here's a good question. Yeah. In terms of marketing yourself Mm -hmm. as a Mary Kay consultant, could you go on TikTok and start promoting Mary Kay products on TikTok or is that against the terms and conditions?
0: Oh, that's a good question. So one thing that I love with our company is they really look at the legal aspects they always make sure that Mary Kay um, Salesforce are not doing something that is against the direct selling association. So we are somebody that is not getting letters or anything like that saying that we are going against these rules. And Mary Kay does that by really watching what we do. So a lot of us, we have our private groups to where we're able to have deals we're able to have that kind of stuff but we are able to promote ourselves we can go on there and i can fully say right now i am wearing all mary Kay makeup and i can have a picture and i can have that so we can promote our business and ourselves that way but we don't technically like sell on instagram or on facebook or right. tiktok i would not go on there and say hey buy this right. mask. buy say- this but we promote ourselves. Right,
1: so say that you're on TikTok and you wanted to to promote yourself or promote mm-hmm. the product in which that you're putting on your own yes. skin. Is that something that you could do and it not be a problem? Of course. Okay, yeah, because that's the way that I see it is whenever you have younger people that are coming into these different types of sales roles and there and you know there's a lot of different types of things out there to where you can do this but with Mary Kay it's different because it is based around cosmetic products which most females are going to use and even though we have male lines as well it makes it to where though a lot of women could relate to a product such as this and if you get into that TikTok you know place and start promoting those products in the sense of like you're putting it on yourself yeah. or people are interested in how you get such good skin or mm-hmm. or whatever then it's something that could be really lucrative for a lot of people
0: yes and actually i'm so proud of myself i did like one of my first tiktok videos the other day (laughs) because i'm not one that has always promoted myself that way but it is fun and not necessarily promoting always my business but promoting myself and also it's nice when my customers do see me on that it's like they see a real person they see the mom you know i mean i have three kids i am a hot mess sometimes like they see my real life i'm not like this fake person that's out there trying to be somebody else. So that's the reason why I also love social media because I'm also just, I'm I'm posting about my life, not just, you know, Mary Kay and everything. And that's what we always tell everyone to do. Like, just post your life. Just post who you are right. authentically. So
1: people can get to know you better. Yes. And it's not just like a whole sales thing. Like yes. I'm trying to get you, I just want you to know who I am. Exactly. Which that's the smart way to go about yes. it. Um, whenever it comes down to the selling side of things, when you're trying to acquire a new customer I Like for me, the number one thing that I say is persistence whenever it comes to like selling to somebody new is because if, if I go to them and they tell me no for the first time and I walk away, what is that going to do for me? But if mm-hmm. I, they tell me no and they give me an objection and then I can overcome their objection with a reason that it could possibly le- be lucrative for them to go with us, yes. then it makes a little bit more sense. So like what is the sales tactic that you or sales strategy that you think works best with like Mary Kay and prospecting for new clients?
0: Oh, I love this question. So we always say you can be a bug, but if you are, you better be the mis- or the butterfly, not the mosquito. You know, a butterfly, it flutters around you and you're like, oh, that's cute. You're fine with it. A mosquito, they're going to be like, get away from me. And I feel like in direct selling businesses, so many people get the wrong idea. They think, oh my gosh, this person doesn't stop bugging me. And I always tell everybody, don't be that person. Like, Be authentically you. Yeah. And it's just like if you get an email from a company out there um, letting you know a sale or letting you know what's going on, you're not like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe these people they are sending me this stuff. I always say, you're offering a service. It is just as honorable to buy as it is to sell. Um, because you have a service. And so I always teach people that you you do have to be persistent, but in a genuine, authentic way. Um, you know, a lot of the times, and I don't have the statistics on me, but I think it's like one in eight may even respond the first time. But a lot of the times, just in sales in general, it's on the fifth to the eighth attempt that something actually happens. And so if you stop right away, now again, if someone tells you like, no, I don't want that, Yeah. You don't keep bugging them with it. But when they say, oh, you know what? Now's not the right time. I'm moving. I'm having a baby. I'm having this. Or, oh, maybe in the future. Those people are okay to follow back up with in a genuine, nice way, not in a bugging nonstop, I'm going to end up in your DM every single day and bother you. And I think that's the problem with a lot of direct selling people out there. And they give people the wrong like, it gives us a bad name. Yeah, a
1: bad impression. On, it does. On what and they're like, doing. oh,
0: no MLMs, no this when they're requesting something. It's like, you you got to go farther behind that. And so I'm really excited that I'm glad that you asked that question because I want people to realize that you do have to ask. You do have to be persistent. I love using the word you have to be consistent, but in a genuine, authentic way, true to you, not in a I'm going to bug you all the time kind of a way.
1: Right. And I think that that's where kind of the. In- invitation of like it, doing in person parties or even the Facebook parties, just inviting somebody to see like the atmosphere that it can be, or you know the products that we ha- have to offer, anything like that. It makes it to where it's more enjoyable for them to come. If it starts with an invitation instead of "Hey, do you want to join my team?" or you know something like that, it makes it to where it's more presentable to to a personal or a person that could possibly join your team.
0: Oh, you of know? course, of course. So, and
1: the best people to join your team are people that you use the products?
0: Oh, yes. I mean, a lot of my people, I have had some that come in. And so a lot of the people that we look for are those that, one, love the product, and they're like, I don't want to pay full price. It's like, why not? You get a 50% discount. Um, the other one are those that just want more. Um, my my philosophy that I always have is I'm here to help people bring a purpose, other to something other than their title, whether that's a mom, whether that's a wife, whether that's a teacher, a student, or whatever the case is, to bring purpose to your life. And that's who we're looking for. We're looking for people that wanna be better. Mary Kay, we actually started on the foundation of the Enriching Women's Lives. And then she chose skincare and cosmetics because it's a consumable item. She did not start with makeup and skincare. She started with the idea of I just want people to be able to be paid for the time, the effort, and the energy that they put in for them to write their own paycheck, not what the man upstairs right. says that you're worth. Yeah. And then she chose that. And so in Mary Kay, we're looking for people that yes want to bring in extra money. Um, right now, they say so many people out there have a side hustle. And so, it's I feel like, like
1: almost everyone does. Almost
0: everybody does. Like nowadays, I mean, whoever thought that a pandemic would like shut our world down, like people right. didn't think that. And a lot of people needed those side hustles and they need those second incomes, whether it's to pay for Christmas, whether it's to pay for college, whether it's to pay for another vacation, whatever it is, you can have that side hustle. So many people come into Mary Kay strictly just to sell and to make the product. You don't have to team build. I just love personally doing that because I want to bring purpose to so many other people. And I love seeing women on my team being able to quit their jobs, being able to be a stay-at-home mom if that if that's what they want, be able to pay for college, be able to pay for this, pay for that. That is my dream. And that is the reason why I share with other people because I've seen the value that it's done for me to be able to resign from a nursing job where I made good money. And yet I make more money now on less hours my husband always said when I would come home from the hospital or come home from Mary Kay, he would always say, "I can tell a difference." Yeah, <laughs> because I was so much more positive versus being so much more grumpy and overworked. Right, and so that's yeah, I just love. And it's a big that.
1: thing too. Like, and you know, I express it to to my partner as well that the biggest thing is if you come in with a negative attitude every single day, no one wants to be around you. Yes no one zero yep. people so positivity is truly key when it comes into any type of sales or any type of relationship yep. life in general is that you have to be positive or i just can't be around you i've mm-hmm. never centered myself around people that aren't positive yeah and so i've gotten rid of plenty of friends that aren't yeah. positive because i just can't deal with it yeah but for you i guess with covid mm-hmm how did it affect your business last year having COVID? I know that you said that Facebook, you started doing more Facebook parties and stuff like that, but did it negatively affect your business or positively affect it?
0: Positively. We actually tripled our income since COVID started. Um, We earned two cars through COVID. Um, And so I think it was because it kind of, it took the walls down where A lot of people that were, um, because on our team, we do have a lot of stay-at-home moms. We have working moms. We have single moms. We have people that are not married, no kids. Like We have all of it. And a lot of the times, it does. It makes it difficult when you are working an eight-to-five job go to pick up your kids, have dinner on the table, do bedtime routine, there's no time to do anything else. And so it kind of opened the doors up for a lot of people because they could do virtual events or they could join a virtual event that myself or somebody else are doing um, and they're still able to get paid when their person decides to buy something. And so it opened up the avenue to so many more people being able to take advantage of the opportunity versus, oh, now I have to go drive somewhere and take this time. True. Because let's be real, you have to be very... Like, again, for me, I'm a very stubborn person. So I don't ever like to fail at something. And so for me, I was like, no, I'm making it work. Like, I wanted to have the best sales every single week. So I was like, I'm having a party every single week. I don't care who I have to get to babysit. I'm getting this done. And so that was my mindset. But not everybody has that mindset or even the capability to be able to do that.
1: Right, yeah. And that push and drive is something that has to be in your... Bones to be able to like run a business successfully because it is like, I mean, you are putting in time and effort where it needs to be put in to make sure that you're successful whenever it comes to this stuff. Whenever it comes to during COVID Mm -hmm. and during that period of time, how were, I guess, how were sales different? Like I know with parties and everything like that, you were able to go you know you're able to have people come to your house and and have people try the product.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What was it like with people not being able to try a product?
0: Yeah, so I love my in-person parties because again, they try it right there, I talk to them right there, done, over with. You know, everything's just kind of in that like possibly 2-hour time frame. With COVID and being virtual, we do 15 minute sessions, we do 30 minute sessions, we do hour sessions. So there's so many different ones, but again, it's so easy for someone just to kind of pop on. But then again, cooking dinner, doing laundry and doing so many other things and they don't actually catch everything versus me and you sitting here talking back and forth versus doing a phone call. I could be doing a million other things. Right. So people are more in tune when you're in person, but sales can still be there. Now I will say I probably had um, more sales in person versus the virtual with the amount of like time. So like with one party, it might take maybe two parties or so, but again, I've had thousand dollar virtual parties. And so it does make it nice. It just depends on like kind of how you're following up with people and the people that are joining. Sometimes people just join because there's nothing to do knowing that they don't wanna buy anything. And it happens, we're like, I don't care. Even if you just come out, have a happy like time for an hour or 15 minutes, whatever it is, I don't even care if you buy anything or not. But we also do pampering packs. I feel like that is a big thing because for me, I wanna try the product. I wanna feel the product. I don't like just looking at something on a screen or in a catalog. I want to physically try it. So we do pampering packs and that is the nice thing with it is if somebody wants to join a session, I can send them out our skincare. I can send them out our treatments. I can send them out color items and they can actually try it in the comfort of their home.
1: Yeah, and that makes it to where you get to try it even though you weren't (laughs) in person. Yes,
0: (laughs) and that part I really like because again, um, I can go downstairs, go to do a Zoom, and you know, it's kind of like the whole dress up here, you know, and I got like yoga pants or like shorts on the bottom. Yeah. And then I walk right back upstairs and I'm with my family 15 minutes to an hour later. And so it makes it so nice. So again, um, COVID was something that was terrible that happened to our economy, to our world. But in my family and our Mary Kay business, and actually in majority of Mary Kay, it was the benefit for pushing to go virtual.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that makes it. It makes the most sense. So say now we're kind of out of COVID, still in COVID, still mm-hmm. in that situation. A new person coming in. Um, well, I guess the best thing would be is explain what is the startup cost yep. to come in if you wanted to be a new consultant inside the inside Mary Kay mm-hmm. and sell the product. What yep. and just tell the benefits what, you know, what is, you know, yeah. What are the packages?
0: So we used to always have a hundred dollar starter kit. And you'd have, I think it's like $382 of full size product and then like $100 of business aid. So about $500 worth of stuff. Well, when COVID happened, they, I love Mary Kay switched so quickly. We have a $30 package. And with that, you get a website that Mary Kay runs. So it's not like you have to like build a website, but you get that and you get um, a way to process credit cards. So you have that. And then there's a $130 option, which is like that $100 option you got before plus the website and all that kind of stuff for the 130 So you can choose which one you want. After that, it's just a series of decisions of how you want to run your business. So when you do start, um, since I would like if it'd be on my team, I'd be the director, we would have a conversation of what you want out of it. My job as a director is never to push somebody to do something they don't want to do. Um, I feel like I've had that a lot happen where they're like, I just strictly want to get my products at a 50% discount. And they're like, I don't want to be pressured to do anything else. I was like, that's fine. I said, my job is to help you with whatever dreams you have. Now, if you tell me you want to quit your job and you want to be a full-time work-from-home mom, you want to go on vacation, I might push you a little bit more with your permission saying, yes, if I'm not working or you don't hear from me, like, you know, kick my butt into gear a little bit and do something. But other than that, we talk about it. And then you go into training. We have virtuals, we have in-persons, we have audios, we have... Any amount of training that you want, we have for whatever you want in your business. And that is the nice thing with it, with it also being virtual is it doesn't matter. I mean, we have people from Alaska to Colorado, um, here in Cincinnati, we have New York, like uh, North Carolina, like we have it all over. And that's the nice thing is you can be anywhere and run a business successfully yeah. um, with us. And so it really is just that $30 or that 130 to register with Mary Kay. After that, it's how do you want to run your business? Yeah. Do you want a discount or do you want to do more?
1: So for new people, have you been recommending them to purchase products up front, still like how you used to, mm-hmm. and get them to sell it to people in person or have it on hand? Or have you been recommending them to just go through the online site, have them order offline and make it? a lot easier
0: oh I'm so glad you brought this up okay inventory oh this is such like a topic I feel like with direct selling businesses I've been on the side where people go we don't have to carry inventory and it's amazing and I'm like but no I want it right now right I mean I'm sorry if I run out of mascara I want my mascara right now I don't want you to say I'll order and it will be in in two weeks because no I'm going somewhere else and I'm buying my mascara um, I've done this many times if I order from a company and they go oh no we don't carry it on hand and I'm like well I want something now I don't want to wait two weeks right, to get so something now I'm in. gonna
1: go get something completely so I'm gonna different. Go get something else
0: I literally have not ordered many times with somebody because they don't have it in stock um, and so the nice thing with it is I really don't care how you run your business my job is never to push someone into doing inventory and I'll be honest we actually don't have a lot of people do inventory um, but what a lot of people do is they'll sell their way to something. Um, we do have inventory packages. They're as low as 225 all the way on up to whatever you want, a couple hundred, a couple thousand. It doesn't matter. And it is always their decision. So I'll ask, like, how do you want to run your business? And if you're like, I just want to be able to make money, then it's okay, great. Let's do a grand opening. Let's get some stuff. Let's help sell your way to getting free stuff. And it's never a push to do inventory. I feel like that's one thing where I'm very strong in our, in our unit is our girls are selling the product. Our girls are selling it. They're not just coming in, buying all this product and keeping it on their shelf. Now, again, if that's how somebody wants to run their business, I think that's great. I will be honest, I do carry inventory because when my customer wants something, I can give it to them right then and there, but it's never a pressure to do it. It's always, I'm gonna provide you this information. This is why somebody would carry something. And this, and then it's up to you. What do you wanna do? Right. And then it's, I feel like through COVID though, to kind of answer that question, less people are kind of probably doing that more inventory. But again, with shipping costs and delays, more people are noticing like, oh, it is kind of nice to have things on hand, or at least maybe some of those staple items like a mascara or some other things that you know, you don't realize you're out To you like put your last coat on like, oh, I'm out. Right. (laughs) Those kind of items.
1: So with that being said, what is like the, I guess the secret sauce to like acquiring a new customer? Is there a special technique or strategy that you go about when you're trying to find somebody right away. Mm. I know a lot of people go through like, you know, Messenger on Facebook or you try and text somebody or something like that. But what are, what's the things that you're saying that is making somebody more interested?
0: Oh, I like that. Okay, so I hate scripts. Like I am the one, I hate scripts. Ever since working in the hospital, I remember when I started, they'd always say, these are your scripts you need to say. I'm like, I hate it. I don't like scripts. One thing that about me I'm a very freedom and flexible kind of person. I don't like people telling me what to do. And when I get a script, especially through a messenger for joining a party, buying a product, I hate it. And so how I run my business is not that way. Um, and so I don't have the same thing that I say to somebody because it is gonna be completely different. It might simply be if I if I have a product that I think maybe somebody might like, and then I'll be, just be very authentic, like, hey, we just got this charcoal mask in Um, I know that you were talking about blah, 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 blah. Would you like to try a sample of it? I think you might like it. But it's not going to be a script that's like a mass message all the way out because I hate those. And I can tell when I get those in my messenger. And so I don't. I, I mean, now, don't get me wrong. Have I ever done that before? I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure I have. I'm sure many people out there do it. but. I just don't like it. I know how I like to be talked to. I like someone to be like, hey, I thought of you with this. And then really authentically be like, hey, you are going to love these leggings if someone's trying to sell me something. Right. I'm going to look at it. Versus, hey, I think you might love da 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 And I'm like, why do you think that? Like, I don't ever talk yeah. about that. No.
1: I don't um, ever drive NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
0: I'm like, I'm good. Um, and so I'll, I'll maybe post on social media about something, and if somebody has an interest to it, um, I don't like just sliding into people DMs. I don't like that. I just feel like it sometimes is sneaky. But like I said, have I done it before? Definitely. Um, But my real way is working from people that I know and working with my customers and then having them, um, you know, give me referrals or like them give my name out to other people and then other people contact me or do a session with my customer and some of her friends and then they might want to do something. But that's really how I do it is I do. I'll post on social media about something and if someone has an interest, then we can talk about it.
1: Okay. And how how do new sales people come in, what, how do they make money? Like mm-hmm. what is, you said that they get 50% off the products yes. if they come in. So I'm guessing that they get, it's similar to that. They get the, how, how do they make money from Yes.
0: That? Okay. So one thing that I feel like sets Mary Kay apart is we are sales and then there's a team building part and then there's a car part. So we can make money three different ways. First way is to sell the product 50%. It doesn't matter if you're in for five days or 15 years. So. It's not a tiered base on that part. We are always making that. So you don't have to have so many people come in underneath you for you to make a 50% commission. You don't on the product. You don't have to have so much sales in a month to make 50% on your product. You are always going to be able to do that 50% on your product. But then if you do decide to team build, you are able to. And this is the other thing I like to bring up because so many people are like, oh, but you're going to take some of my money. No, we don't ever take money. So let's say if you join my team and if you sell $100, you just profited 50. But Mary Kay, because I'm teaching you of what to do, then Mary Kay takes a portion of their profits to pay me. So it never comes out of your pocket. And the other thing is you get that money immediately. So for you, if you sell that, they're sending you money for that $100 plus the sales tax. And then it's only costing you half to order. That other half is directly to you. So you don't have to wait on Mary Kay to like send you a monthly check. You make money instantly. So it's almost like being that waiter. Like now you is are- that
1: with, Im- sorry, is okay. that with inventory or is that even with online?
0: It doesn't matter how you do it because let's say if you already purchased that product. So for me, I do carry inventory because like I said, I like giving people their products right away right. because I'm an instant kind of person. I think other people are too. So um, when, if you buy something from me, I would bring, get off my shelf and I would give it to you. You would give me that 100. 50 of that would automatically just go into my pocket. That other 50, I would kind of just set aside. And then at the end of the month, I would just reorder what I was selling. Okay. So it's not like I just profited all of that. I still take that 50% and I'm like, be a, to be a smart business owner, I have to reinvest. Yep. It's almost like if you owned... Um, a restaurant and you sold you're like i'm just gonna sell out of all of my burgers so you sell all your burgers but then you don't ever buy burgers to like replace the ones right. you just sold well guess what now you're out of business yeah so that's kind of mine so you still are making that 50 percent, whether you have it in stock or not but for me it's a customer service thing they get their products right then and there versus waiting two weeks or possibly longer for you to actually get them their product
1: yeah and the biggest thing be being a business o- owner is like being open with your with the customer as well as letting them know like, Hey, maybe I don't have that product in inventory. And maybe I do have to order it. This is the time frame that it's going to take. Yes. Do you want us to try and find you something different? Or do you want us to go ahead and order yes. that for
0: you? Now, the nice thing I will say is Mary Kay is very good about getting their products out pretty quickly. Um, now, of course, with the pandemic, go figure, shipping, everything, I mean, in the world is being delayed right now. Um, but still, I'll be able to order my product. And within a week, usually I will okay. have my product in, just depending on if something big happens. But right. besides that, well, I usually good, get it pretty least. quickly. Yeah,
1: getting it pretty quick yes. makes life a lot easier. Be-
0: before the pandemic, I could place my order and within a day or two, oh, I, would wow. have, I would have my Yeah, so we don't product. need a
1: pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. That was pre-pandemic. So, right. yeah.
1: So when it comes to so you get to that point where you start building a team Mm -hmm. so how much are you able to make from the people that start selling for you Yes, and then they continue to bring people in and they start selling how is that kind of tiered to where you can make money? Yeah. And then what are the incentives down the road as well?
0: Yes. Okay. So when you do team build, so basically that means that you're going to be helping mentor other people to be successful in the business as well. As a consultant, you make a four up to 13% depending on how many people are on your team. Okay. Um, And then as a director, that's when it goes up. So I can make like 23% on my personal. So as they're selling, because as a director, you're helping mentor so many other people.
1: So what you mean by personal is people that you directly, that brought, I directly
0: in. brought in. Directly brought in versus like my girls' girls. Right. If they bring somebody, I'll still make like a 13% for what they do because I'm still mentoring them. Okay. Overall, because a lot of people will come in and go, I don't even know about the products. I don't even know about the business. How am I supposed to mentor them? And it's like, that's where your director. That's where I come into play. And I always include that other person, especially if they're like, I do want to be able to do this. And a lot of people other always think Oh, you're just trying to recruit me. And I used to think that was a bad thing. But then I go back and look, you wanna be recruited. Like, you people wanna be recruited for high school, for college, for sports, anything. You wanna be recruited. Even in like a sales, another thing, if someone's trying to recruit you, you are honored that somebody wants you on their team. You
1: want somebody to have interest in you. Yes, it's attention.
0: It is, and then people come into Mary Kay and like, "Oh, you're just trying to recruit me," and it's like you should feel honored. So, for anyone even listening, if you've ever been tried to be recruited for something, like you should take that as an honor because we get to choose who we work with. Like I don't have to work with somebody if I don't want to work with somebody. So right. it's an honor to because one they see something in you um, that they want to be able to work with. But it is nice because you do make that extra money um, when you are helping other women with their money. But again, it never comes. So like, I would never take your money. You're always making your 50%. But Mary Kay takes a portion of their profits to pay you.
1: Okay. And that's nice. So what are like the incentives Mm -hmm. down the road? So like you said that you were, how many cars have you? Five. Five cars.
0: I'm like, we're earning our fifth. Okay, yeah,
1: okay, so four <laughs> cars. So how do, how does that work? What is that scenario? Mm-hmm. What point do you have to get to to where you're actually earning a
0: car? Yes, so earning a car, you actually can earn when you have five people, like start with five people on your team and then you build up with it. Um, and so you can't earn a car just on sales. You do earn it by building a team. We always say in Mary Kay, you can't be selfish. Like it is a team business. And when you're helping other people, so it kind of, takes away that stepping on somebody else's toes almost like i want to try to beat you i want to try to go above you like i could bring somebody in and then they can promote above me as quick as they want to like there's no stepping stone that like they have to always be beneath me they can jump up and do as much as they want which is amazing so like you don't have to wait for someone to retire or something bad to happen for you to be able to be promoted up Um, but the incentives for one is the money Um, But the other incentive is also just knowing that you're helping other people. I feel like that's one of the biggest ones when my girls bring somebody on and they're making money and they're earning promotions the excitement that the girls have for their girls. Like, oh my gosh, she's doing it. I'm so proud of her. I feel like that is amazing. But obviously, you're going to be able to do that. You can earn cars. You can earn trips. Like, you can earn diamond rings. Like, there's so many things that kind of go along with it when you're willing to help other people with their dreams and have them come true.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's a good way to build a team, too, is by – always always trying to help other people yes. that's one thing that i've always said is i wouldn't be in a business if if i couldn't help somebody so and for mine i mean i'm i'm in energy sales so mm-hmm. and the same thing that you said you do choose the people that you want to work with yep. even though i walk into all these businesses every single day when i go into that business if that person is a dick mm-hmm. truly yeah. i won't work with you like i even though it could make me money i'm not going to work with you because my relationships that i build with clients is long term I don't want to deal with you all the time if you're going to be a dick to me every single time that I talk to you because it's just mood it's like I need positivity in my life Mm -hmm. I don't need negative people bringing me down so it doesn't make any sense so with you all and with Mary Kay are you always recruiting is it something is there ever a down period is there anything like that or is it continuous
0: oh another good one okay so one is it's not all about recruiting I always tell people, like, it is separate. Like, number one, foremost, and always, we sell the product. But again, if somebody wants to join the team, that's great. But again, like, it's not like it's one or... I was going to say, it's not like it's one or the other, but I guess for the most part, really, you're selling the product. Because so many people come on, they're like, I don't want to recruit. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to mentor other people. Like, I just want to sell the product and that's fine. But for those that want more, you're able to do both. So there's not like a downtime where like one person's like, I'm never going to recruit or like it's, oh, this month we don't recruit. It's just always, it's ongoing, but it always starts with the sale of the product. So like, that's our main thing. Like you don't have to team build, but that's just a separate part that we have. Um, But yeah, it's really just selling the product and then just sharing about our opportunity because so many people have the wrong thought about Mary Kay or direct selling and business. They're like, oh, that's a pyramid scheme or all that kind of stuff out there that people just, they don't realize what Mary Kay is. Yeah.
1: And I feel like people really don't understand what a pyramid scheme is. It's it's first
0: illegal. Right.
1: Like, I mean, many hundreds of businesses are, have been, you know, fined or completely ran out of the United States because you cannot do those businesses here. And so it's, a pyramid scheme is it's multi-level. Like you can invite mm-hmm. people, but there's not really a product. Like mm-hmm. the product is not there; it's not tangible. So it's it's something that you're saying there's a product, but there's not really anything backing it. It's like the same thing as um, as like you can't say Amway, even though Amway's very similar, where you, there's tons of products, but you can build a team. You're selling mm-hmm. the product, but it's not a pyramid scheme. So yep. they've been around for forever. Yep. So I don't understand how people can have yeah. really bad when when there's a product available it doesn't make sense
0: so my thought is for when people when I've asked people that I'm like well, what do you mean by pyramid scheme a lot of people can't answer it And I think it's because they heard somebody else say, oh, that's a pyramid scheme. Right. Or they hear somebody else, they just automatically think MLMs or direct selling companies or dual marketing, whatever it is, is a a pyramid scheme. But I think where they're getting it, because we're shaped like a pyramid.
1: People are stupid, though. And I hate this because it makes no sense. Every (laughs) Every single company
0: company is a pyramid. There's always less people. There's someone at the
1: top. There's always every, less people at the top. Company.
0: Exactly. And I think that's where a lot of people are like, oh, you know, the bottom level people, there's always going to be that. But guess what? This bottom level person can jump way up to the top where their recruiter's in the middle. But the other part with it is it just, it cracks me up when people think about direct selling. They're like, oh, but I can get it cheaper from somewhere else. It's like, but the quality is not there. The other part too is, you know, and I'm not going to call the other department stores out, you know, but you know, there's skincare and department stores. But the thing is they're actually more expensive. Yep. They're they're prestige, they're very quality. But what people don't realize is they're like, but I'm paying you fifty you could pocket fifty percent of mine. Yes, but you know what? Those department stores are doing, they're pocketing the same amount.
1: Even more sometimes. And, oh,
0: it's definitely more. And that's the yeah. reason why they have to raise their price. Well, so, think about
1: like Kylie's skincare line or anything yeah. like that. Hers what her products were ridiculous, or if you're anybody's but James but, Charles, they, but they any would any buy it people. from
0: her because they're like, Oh, it's not a multi-level. Right. But at the same time, it's going towards hers. But it's it there's no difference from a department store for me, but I am the department store. Yep. Your small business owner is the department store. So again, when you're buying with them, you're actually helping them and their family out, not somebody else like the owner of the business buying another yacht. Like you're actually helping, right. like it's going towards my kids, like private school education. Like we have 3 kids. It is pricey. Like they're going towards that going towards, you know, a bigger dreams. But it's there's no difference than that department store and me. It's the same, but people look at it so differently and with direct sales. And it's like, I wish that would like go away from people's thoughts because it's, there, there's really no difference. Yes, right. you're paying me 50% and yes, I'm open saying I make 50%. The department stores just thing. not open, saying telling yeah. you how much it's they're the actually exact making. Same thing.
1: But th- and most of the time they're making more because it's so it's mass produced, so it's something yes. that the cost of goods well, is so much lower. And, and, it's,
0: and it's the service. It's just like you go and get your haircut. Those scissors and that shampoo <laughs> right. does not cost fifty dollars <laughs> right. for your haircut. But that's what you're paying them. There's no difference. But people look at it so differently. And it's just I don't get it. it. I, I don't either. And I'm like, and I'm and I'm glad that we're out there showing people like there's so much more to it. And it's a small business. Some so many people say it's not a small business because you didn't create it yourself. No, because I don't got time to create cups or to create things myself. Yeah. Like I got time to sell something else that's, you know, kind of out there. Yeah. So it is, it's just. with
1: I guess uh, one thing that I've never seen is a storefront. Are you able to have like Mary Kay storefronts?
0: Oh yes, yeah. so Mary Kay actually went out, I think it was on the 80s. They went out in the 80s and they actually went storefront. But then again, stock um, the stock market, like the stockbrokers, they were able to kind of have a say in what Mary Kay did. And they wanted to start telling her how to run her business. Oh, okay. She bought all the shares back. After doing it, she bought all the shares back and goes, no longer will I ever do this. And when she passed away, I believe it was 2001, she even said, like with her family, it's still family owned, multi-billion dollar company, privately owned. She, her family still runs it under and like the philosophy of knowing that this is how Mary Cash wants it. They could so go out and open up a store. They would make so much money. Right. But Mary Cash always said, she started this company after she retired. And she started it because she wanted other people to be able to be paid for what they are worth. If they put it in the store, guess what? It eliminates all of us. Yeah, it makes yes, it everything makes them way hourly. more money. Yeah. But Mary Kay always said we did not start this to become rich. We started other. We started this so other people can make the income that they want to make. And so Mary Kay will never go back out there. And that's the reason why even for us, like we don't, like we always say we don't steal other people's customers. So many other com- companies out there. They'll be like, oh, yeah, you can buy with me. I'm like, oh, I already have a consultant or a distributor, rep, whatever, you know, they're called. And it's OK. You can buy from me. And Mary Kay, we're like, no, you have a Mary Kay consultant. You go back and support her. And I love that. And that's the reason why we right. would not open up a store like for me, for example, because then I could have anybody come in and just order with me. And again, it's it's not fair then to that person that's been with them. Yeah. And again, I I take pride. Like I mean, my customers get it in a cute gift bag with tissue paper. Like they get like a cute bag when they order product with me. And I take pride in that and I'm really honored that I have such amazing and loyal customers that continue to return back to me.
1: Yeah, that's awesome cuz and and it makes the most sense too if you're trying to build it out mm-hmm. this way because then you can you retain your clients instead yep. of them having to go somewhere. Say you didn't have that product. Say yeah. you didn't have inventory. Yeah. They still are going to order through you and not mm-hmm. go to someone else. Yep. So that that's a positive win. Um, what are your goals now for the future? You said you're coming up on your fifth free car. I guess mm-hmm. explain that to people, too, because probably a lot of people don't understand what in the world that oh, means. Yes. But okay.
0: um,
1: But also, what are your goals for the near future? What are the next positions that you can get into to... Make more money.
0: Yes. Okay. So earning cars. So a lot of people say, you won a car. Like, no, I did not win a car. I earned a car because it takes work. Um, And I'm very proud. I am a very, like, like I said, I like to achieve. (laughs) I am an achiever on like the Enneagram. I'm a number three, which is an achiever. But... One of the things that um how you earn the car is so when you earn the car, you get it for two years. Um, you can take cash or car, which I love. So the very first car, we took the car. Um, and it's an awesome. Like you go and they make it brand new. So it is lease. So every two years you re-earn your car, which basically means that you get a brand new car every two years, little to no maintenance fees through all of that. And literally, you walk into the dealership, I signed one piece of paper and we took tons of pictures. The car was on the inside. Like I've never bought a brand new car, let alone a car that was On the inside like in the inside of the glass, but i got to like drive it out and so you get to take all these pictures well then when we re-earned our car i was pregnant with our third and i'm like okay i could take the car again or i could take cash and get a bigger vehicle and so i did so i drive a minivan right now yes i i never said i would drive a minivan but i'm sorry you hit a button and like all doors open it's (laughs) the best thing ever um but so i took the cash um and then um what we did was then when we re-earned it again I took the cash again, and then actually two months later, we bumped up another level to where I made more money. So now um, I get $500 every single month because I take the cash instead of the car. Okay. And so when we re-earn it, we're actually working on re-earning or earning the pink Cadillac. That one, I will take the car. (laughs) Okay.
1: So when you're going, and then that was a good stand into Mm -hmm. this is so the pink Cadillac is not something that you earn right away no okay so the pink Cadillac is something down the road you have to be what position do you have to be to earn the pink yeah
0: so the first level um first level car you can be a consultant so you can be a consultant you don't have to be a director um the second and third level cars you do have to be a director um um, for earning those and yeah and the nice thing with it it's like just such a pearly pink it's not like a pepto-bismol pink like it used to be like it is really pretty and it's just a trophy on wheels it just shows like that you have helped so many other women because again you can't do it on your own so many people think like oh it's just a selfish thing you just get all these people to come in and join underneath you it's like no like it's not just that now not saying that nobody else has ever used other people or done things like that before but I can be really proud of our unit like we are a community we're a family and like we we encourage each other to like keep selling the product and so I know when we earn any of our cars it is because we all worked really hard and we're selling the product and we're doing it the right way and just servicing our customers Um, and so yeah you can earn it pretty much at whatever one but like you do have to like Earn the other cars to be able to get to the pink Cadillac.
1: Okay. Okay. And so for this year, what are your, the rest of your goals? I mean, we're coming yeah. into Q4. So yeah. what are the, or what are your goals for the future? Like what is the next position? So you're a director. Mm -hmm. What's the next position after that?
0: Next position is a senior director. So I do have some girls on my team that aspire leadership. Um, And so basically what that means is they become a director and they would have their team of ladies that they would work with. And then I would be that senior director. And then you can move up to future executive, executive, elite. And then the top one is our national sales director. And so you can keep kind of moving up. I always feel like you have to have like your goal in mind if you just have a goal and you hit it and you don't have another goal it's kind of like well that's that and you just kind of stop versus yeah. always having an additional goal to. yeah that's one towards.
1: thing that i've said too is that if i just told myself okay i'm okay with what i'm making mm-hmm. i can just and i've done it so i'm okay with what i'm making i can just sit there and okay. not do anything and and just be happy with the money that i have or i can go and this is more so the mindset that i've got myself into now working as much as i can is Go, yeah. like do it because it's sh- you just get so bored. Like that's the one thing that COVID showed me was that this that time was the most boring time of my life. We tried to introduce so many new things to enjoy and have fun and we had plenty of money to do it and we had fun, yeah. but I literally just never worked. Yeah. So, and if you stop that, then it stops your train completely. It stops that momentum that you were on and then it's really hard to get going again. So- I've always recommended people, you just have to keep pushing. If you don't keep pushing, then you're never going to make it to the next level. And for you all, I guess another thing that we should probably explain is how does a demotion work? Mm-hmm. So say that you, you make it to the higher positions, if and... What would it call or what would be the cause for you to get demoted? You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's the same thing. Say a CEO stopped working and doing yeah. their job or they stopped having people come in or people joining their staff. They're probably going to go out of business or they're not going to be in that position. Any oh, of longer. Course. So, yeah. And happens? so
0: I don't like the word demoted, but you just took <laughs> another position. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can. So obviously, like if you earn a car and you stop working, like you better bet they're going to come take that car away. Like, I mean, that's just like anything out there. Um, Like for me as a director, if we if I don't continue to sell the product and continue to work with my people and my whole team kind of falls off. Yeah, I would no longer be a director. So there's always that. So it's nothing like, oh, you're set. Once you get there, you've arrived. Yeah, which I kind of like in a sense. It's like, oh, I wish I did just arrive and was there. But again It
1: makes you work.
0: It does. It makes you work. Like I know. So my husband, he is a teacher at a private school. Like we all know teachers out there do not get paid tons of money. Coaches at a private school, you don't get paid a lot of money. No. Like my income, like we needed my nursing income. And so for me, I I need Mary Kay. If I did not work, I would be back work looking for a job. I'm not one of those people that was fortunate enough to be able to just be at home my husband says all the time he's like sorry you married me and i was like i'm fine like i love you glad i married you but i knew going in to be a teacher and a coach like you're not going to you're making a difference for sure but you're not making that difference in the money (laughs) and so i knew that and so i'm like it keeps me working if i had if he was out there making six figures and making all this money It would be really hard to say like, now again, I think I would probably still work a lot because I'm very, I'm an achiever. I'm very stubborn. And I would always want to be able to have something like that I succeeded in. Um, But I don't know how well I would work as hard because I didn't need to. For sure.
1: Yeah, you don't have to. In those situations, it makes it rough. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree with you. Like pushing the... Envelope and having somebody that doesn't earn mm-hmm. as much definitely pushes you to make yeah. to make more.
0: It's like this is my plan A. Like I don't have another choice at this point.
1: So how far away do you think you are from a
0: senior director position? Well, I do have some. So obviously, I'm biased, but I think um, our unit is amazing. We have a family, we have a community, and we really lean on each other. Um, it's not like I'm the director, I'm the CEO, where what I say goes. Goes oh, right. It's literally like at our meeting because I am not, I may have a lot of great ideas up in my brain, but to get them out and to get them actually formulated of what I want to do is not always the best. So we do a lot of like personality kind of trainings, um, like Gallup strength finders. And I know my strengths. I am not creative. I am not strategic. Like those are not my top strengths. Um, I am not even consistent. Like that is not even in one of my top 10 strengths. <laughs> But that's where I lean on my other girls. So I love it. Instead of being like a linear kind of a thing or in a sense that like I'm the director and everybody else is below me, we work in collaboration. It's not just me. It's literally like a whole entire family. And so we have a lot of girls that step up and help with meetings, help with trainings. And they aspire leadership and they wanna be able to do that. And they wanna be able to lead other women. And I know that they will make it because they show up They go above and beyond, and they are ones that have two to three kids. Like they have kids. Yeah, that's awesome. And they're still working it and showing up and. Just you can just see inside of them their passion that they have for helping other women.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Because it, it definitely can change mm-hmm. their life if if they're oh, pushing it in the right direction. Of course. Yeah, and that, that makes the most sense. So for you, how many people have you been able to acquire as customers mm-hmm. and people on your team yeah. since you started in seven years? Well say let's just say where you're at today. How many okay. how many clients do you think that you've been able to work up? Mm. Um
0: So, oh my gosh, that's a good question. Um, On like my customer thing, I have about almost 600 names on my customer list. Now, some of those are like our consultants, you know, that maybe were, uh, you know, they were customers and other consultants kind of, you know, that kind of a sense. Um, But um, team members, we probably have, um, last I looked, I think we have like maybe 120 altogether. Not all of them are active. Like placing orders all the time some of them may have came in may not have done much but overall we have like 120 like all together like on our team
1: yeah that's awesome that's i mean that's a big community to to have people to to talk about a product or talk about the industry or the Mm -hmm. things that they're doing that's they're finding success yeah with and stuff like that it ends up it it can help it can help everyone else on your team grow too. Because I feel like so many people are going to have a question or, you know, the questions of like, well, what does it take? And I think that we're in like a different generation, right? So Mm -hmm. seven years ago, uh, 2014 is is a long time ago. Social media was such a smaller platform than it is today. And so I think like any new younger, whenever I say younger, I mean like 18 to... You know 21, yeah. 22, those are what I see as younger. Though that generation can really benefit from this because it's something that you can come in, you can promote a product just that you're using mm-hmm. the same way that you always have, whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever you're using, you can. And what I mean by promote is like. Actually, using the product. Yep. So, and you can do those things to where you could influence other people to be interested in something that they had never heard of. Maybe yeah. these people have never even heard of Mary Kay before. The only reason I knew about it was because there was like one person in our small town that sold it. You know, everyone can just feed off of everyone else's success. Yes. So, I think that that's like one of the best things about about what you all do is that you all try and keep it together instead of it just being virtual. You can't ever meet these people in person. It's no one you would ever see. It's a person. And that's how it is with a lot of CEOs. And I feel that way. It's like, it's, I'm lucky in my company. I can always be the, you know, owner, but, Not a lot of people can go and talk to the CEO or you can't talk to the person that's always at the top. This allows you to, I see you um, as like one of the top people because you are their leader. They're getting their guidance from you. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're getting guidance from top down and then they're and it's coming through them. You know, you're talking directly to them so it allows them to have that relationship with you right away
0: yeah it's funny because when things started kind of opening up a little bit we decided to go back to our studio and like meet every once in a while like just to be able to have in person because my girls are like zoom's great but like i need to like physically see people and so when we started i remember we would go and i'm like hey like Literally, I did not even realize that I never physically met this person because I've talked to them so many times. I've done zooms with them, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like, "I just realized this is the first time I'm physically like actually seeing you," um, because again, you build those relationships and it is it's that family and i think that's like my favorite part of all of it because you know one of one of the hardest decisions i had with this business is when i decided to step down of my 10 years of working in the hospital that was probably like the hardest decision i've ever had in my entire life was making that decision right. and my parents were so terrified like you know how much money we paid you know how much this was like i can't believe you're doing this and i'm like but i'm not happy doing it For like sure. this is what i want to do and they were so terrified cuz they're like what are you going to do for money? And I'm like, I can make money. Like I got this. And but um, one of the things I realized is, yes, I was helping in a sense, like save lives. You know, the whole nursing. And like I had that whole other part where I was, I, I felt a part of, and I felt like I was making a difference. And to be able to go from being a nurse to selling Mary Kay, it was almost like I was almost embarrassed. In a sense, like, oh my gosh, am I really quitting nursing to be able to sell, like, lipstick?
1: Right. Something that you've worked for basically your entire life.
0: Exactly. One thing that
1: I've always said to people, too, and I mentioned this in the last podcast, is it doesn't make sense how you go from learning from the age of five Mm -hmm. to the age of 18 or going through college and getting a bachelor's at 22 and then you stop learning it doesn't make sense like the whole structure of it makes zero sense because your brains paused and a lot of people get stuck Mm -hmm. in those narrow pathways if you say that you go into nursing right but you're unhappy same thing if you go into that position and you're unhappy then what is what else are you gonna go to it's all that you've learned because you haven't broadened your horizons to learn anything else so it doesn't make sense for that that strategy that we've came up with for all these people's lives but you were able to get out of that mold to where someone introduced you to it, you were willing to listen. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing is being willing to listen yep. to what someone has to say. And maybe it can change your life the same way it changed yours. You didn't yeah. think that it was going to be something that would be of any type of benefit. Oh, you of were that. there to help somebody. Yep. Right? So it's, you know, that is the mold that a lot of people have to break out of. It's a shell that we were put inside. And if it's what you know, people are so scared to leave a salary. I was too. Yeah. So, but if you're if you're not a lazy, yep. if you are just not lazy all the time, you can be successful of creating course. your own business. Yeah. And there's many opportunities out there. And Mary Kay for women is, is a great opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to build a business because it allows you to, and it's not like you all just sell makeup, right? Yeah. There's plenty of products out there that that you can sell yeah. um, that are different than just outside of makeup. So yeah. that is... um. Uh, it's one thing that a lot of people have to get over the mindset of is I can't do anything else other than what I've been doing because Mm -hmm. this could, you know, what if it pushes me off the rails? What if I don't make any money? If you don't make any money, it's kind of on you. Yeah. Right.
0: Oh yeah. The only way to fail in Mary Kay is literally to quit. Right. Like there's so many people out there in the world. There's still people all the time buying products all the time at department stores. Like there's so many people to be able to sell to, but like you have to be a lifelong learner. You have to be willing to learn, you know, going from a traditional mindset and bring brought up in a traditional mindset. I mean, I've never been salary. I mean, even as a nurse, I was paid hourly, um, which was nice because you can can do the overtime. You can do that stuff. But going from a traditional mindset where parents went to work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Like, I've never had an 8 to 5 job. I mean, I've had two jobs my entire life. Like I worked at one place when I was in grade school and then I worked in the hospital when I went to college and I finished there and now Mary Kay. So like I don't have a bride or like a broad experience of like working out there. Um, but because I don't like, I don't like starting over. I get in my comfort zone within. it and I like don't want to leave. Yeah. But in a sense, to get out of that traditional mindset to be an entrepreneur, it is one of the scariest things because you don't have that every two week paycheck. Yeah. But at the same time, That's the biggest thing is if you want to make money and make a difference in the world, you have to be an entrepreneur and you have to be able to be willing to work, be persistent, be consistent. Because, again, you are your own boss. And many days I feel like I probably would fire myself if I was my boss. You know, that's just a sense of what it is when you work for yourself. But I also know and I also know how to get to work and I have that grit when I need it.
1: Okay, and then I guess this will probably be the final question because yeah. uh, you you went from working 36 hours a week at the hospital mm-hmm. and then you went f- and you were working five to seven hours working for Mary yep. Kay. How did your hours change? Did mm-hmm. you start, because I know one thing is, is a lot of people, you're not devoting as much time to like your s- standard business because you realize there's other things that you could also be doing mm-hmm. in those periods of time. But I feel like a lot of people, when they come into these, uh like dual marketing situations they think i can put maybe eight to ten hours in and that's going to build my business completely Mm -hmm. so i think that people get like this and i'm saying weekly like eight to ten hours a week and you think that you can completely build a business that could sustain for a lifetime yeah what do you think is like the perfect hours to work for through a week uh, to maintain a business to find clients to find people to put on your team Mm -hmm. what do you think that it actually takes
0: so there's a difference here because what people actually work and what people think they work i feel like it's different if you so for me i can say i work 20 hours a week But legitimately, like actually, if I would clock in every time I would do something, Mary Kay and clock back out, I'm probably maybe putting in 10 to 15 hours a week, if that. Because what people will do is, oh, I have, let's say, and this is one of our questions we have, like once you get started, we're like, okay, you actually wanna make this work as a business, how many hours are you willing and able to devote to Mary Kay? And they'll say five hours. I'm like, okay, great. This is kind of like how that would look for a five-hour time frame. But in that five-hour time frame, the reason why people get frustrated and quit or say it doesn't work is because, for one, you're not working it. In that hour that you devoted to Mary Kay, what'd you do? You went to social media to make a post. And then you ended up, oh, look at this post. Oh, look at this. Now you're on YouTube. Now you're watching TikToks. Now you're doing this. Now you're trying to learn the TikTok dance. <laughs> and you literally just went down a rabbit hole for 45 minutes. Right. And you're like, oh, I worked Mary Kay for an hour nothing no, happened no you didn't. like you didn't or you're organizing your office and so really it doesn't matter you can make mary Kay work on a two to five hour a week consistent basis um that's the one thing i really love about this but you have to be consistent and you also have to know we call them ipas income producing activities versus non-ipa non-income producing activity um posting on social media can be an ipa as long as it's you know, Mary Kay really, not just making right. a Facebook post on it, Yeah, like, uh, you know, um, but contacting people, reaching out to people, following up with people, following up with your customers, those are IPAs. Organizing your office, organizing files, organizing sales slips—that's not going to make yeah, you money. Now, sure. it might in the long run because again, a cluttered house, a cluttered mind, whatever—you can go down that whole rabbit hole, but you have to be willing to work. So even if it is a two to five hours, now I will find most people that actually really, really want to make it work, it's a maybe five to 10 hour a week. Um, but even then, 10 hours is really kind of considered full time almost.
1: Right. And we're saying like 10 hours of actually working because this is one thing. That's, is like, that's a lot. And I've worked nine to fives. And that we're not talking like working at an Amazon warehouse no. and like standing on a mat and boxing things. Okay. Because this is different. So, yeah. but whenever you're actually working, say that you're sitting at a desk and you're doing a job. Yep. A lot of the time you're not doing a job or you're not doing something that's going to dramatically increase yes. certain production. So what what you're saying is it's all things, the IPAs are all the things that you're going in and you're actually trying to acquire new business.
0: Yep. We always say it's book, coach, sell, and then team build. Okay. And some people don't leave the team build out if that's not what their goal is. But book, you always need to have more... Appointments, more more sessions, things like that on your date book. Even if it's you just mailing out pampering packs to people, you always want to book and then you want to coach those people. You know, if you have a party that's coming up and you don't ever let the hostess know, hey, don't forget to invite your people to this Facebook group, you're not following up with those people. Hey, you know what? I'm excited for our session coming up here. Like, here's going to be, I'm going to mail a pampering pack out to you. Like, what kind of things are you interested in? And then selling the product. And then again, sharing the opportunity if somebody's interested in it. But those are your things you do. Like, that's super easy like those are the topics that you do anything outside of that is just other things that you're doing that are not really like making you the money
1: right and that's a good way to see it is as long as you're putting in the production where it's necessary yep. and I say that as a thing too like even though I come to the office a lot of the times I could sit here and mm-hmm. just do things that probably aren't going to put me in like a production positive state yep. whereas if I'm always dedicated like yesterday I was able to send out thousands of emails using an online source but it's took me only 30 minutes yep. so it's like something that you can do and I can do it in a quick period of time whereas other people it takes a long time mm-hmm. and maybe like another best thing is trying to find efficiencies like what is going to be the most efficient way that I can use my time yeah. you know what are the things I think a lot of the times people don't they're when you come into these like smaller businesses type things, you're not analyzing things the way a normal business would. Mm-hmm. Are you analyzing where your time spent at and then seeing, okay, do I find more um, more leads or more clients in this space instead of this one? Yep. Even though it might be more fun to post on this one, it might be more fun to edit your photo on Instagram than go and make like a, a Facebook post or do a live or something like that. It makes it those are the things that could bring people in. You're bringing in an audience because people are interested in what you have to say, and that's why people will join a live and talk to you that way. And there's so many ways that you can do that now. TikTok, TikTok yeah. offers lives. Twitter offers lives. Facebook offers lives. I think every Instagram, platform, yeah. Instagram Everybody offers is. lives. So yeah. it's all the platforms are out there, and you just have to figure out which ones are, are the most consistent for you. And that's what you said. Consistency is key. If you're consistently doing and posting these things, you can see how many impressions you're getting you can follow all of these all of these charts and realize, you know, what's gonna be best for my business. So I think people have to analyze it a little bit more if you're going to make it like a the number one thing, right?
0: Of course. And my biggest thing that I use is I actually have a notebook in my purse that I printed off. It's something I created because I I need to kind of know what I'm doing every day. So I have like my key daily habits, the things I do every single day. And then I have my six most lists. Like what six things do I really need to make sure I get done And then I fill them in on my, like I have a 15 minute time slot thing and I fill them in. That way I know, I'm like, okay, I can do whatever I want. I can look at social media, I can do whatever. And then I know once one o'clock hits, this is my booking time and I need to work from this time to this time. So it's like, really dedicating that time so you know so you're not just flying by the seat of your pants all day long and not know what's right. going on you lay your head down like what I do today <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah so uh, I mean this could probably be our last thing but what are the key habits that you have is there do you work out meditate anything like that to yeah. kind of put yourself in a positive mindset for the day to get you going
0: yeah so my key daily habits are drink at least 64 ounces of water every single day um, read um, slash quiet time so I kind of do this together um, one of them is working out and then one one of them is creating my list for the next day.
1: Nice, nice. And so it's
0: not always a Mary Kay thing. So my key daily habits, it's something that I consistently do every single day to get me in that mindset. But yeah. then my six most list, that is what changes. So in my thing that I created, it, the six, like those key daily habits, they're printed out. Like it's already in there. And then my six most are left blank and then I can fill in each day. Yeah. And, and then I have awful. my brain dump list, which is my BDL. Because again, my brain has a million things that I do. And instead of being reactive... I want to be proactive. So as soon as it pops into my head, I write it down.
1: So that you make sure that you actually do it. I do it, have the, for the worst. Next day. Yep. I have literally the worst memory on planet Earth. Yep. So and planners are I'm not even good with those. So yeah. but that's the why best, I to create
0: my own. Cause I'm like, I don't like anything out there. I need how my brain works and this is what works for me. Yeah,
1: and yep. that's awesome. Now for your reading time. Yep. Are you reading anything and everything? Or are you doing mm-hmm. something that's related to kind of your industry or what are you yes,
0: doing? So right now I'm actually reading, um, praying scripture over your children. It's something that me and some neighborhood girls, we do like a running thing. And like, we kind of read that together. Um, but um, usually it is an inspirational book. So we always say you're like the five people you hang around most. And let's be real. It is not usually your family. It's not like your significant other, because most of the time you're not around them the most. Usually it's your coworkers. It's also audios. What are you listening to? Are you listening to podcasts like this? Or um, are you watching TV? Are you watching the news? I never used to watch the news. And I can tell when I watch the news because I'm like, oh my gosh, your mind just gets flooded with all this I don't watch them. craziness. I, I
1: literally don't watch TV for yeah. a reason.
0: But that's the thing is you're like the five things that you hang around most. And again, that's what you're listened to. So again, I can read romance novels and things like that. But again, I'm like, I don't got the time for that. Like when I lay in bed at night, like I want to kind of just wind up. I don't want to be reading that kind of stuff. But I'm always reading something inspirational because again, if I'm like the five people I hang around most – that needs to be what I'm reading. And so I'm reading inspirational things. It's not always on direct selling. Like I've read like the networking books before, and they're amazing. But a lot of times, it's just how to be a better version of myself and putting myself yep. in the right mindset to be able to go on with the day. I can tell when I, when I binge watch a Netflix show, literally, my brain is like mush. I get nothing done. And even though it's not even a bad Netflix show, it's a good show. It's a good, wholesome show. But it almost gets into your head. And I can tell such a big difference you in my motivation. You just become a lazy bum. I do. I do. I become so lazy versus when I'm like putting these inspir these five amazing things into my life. So like when right. I'm when I'm getting ready, I'm listening to Mary Kay audios. I'm listening to inspirational speeches from Mary Kay. I'm doing all that kind of stuff because that's what my brain needs to be able to keep me going.
1: So does Mary Kay have a podcast or anything out there that other people could listen yeah, to? Yeah. So they
0: don't have a podcast, but if you even just type in on YouTube like Mary Kay inspirational speeches, oh my gosh, they are fabulous. I listen to them over and over and over again. That's awesome. And they're just so good. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah, that's great. Well thank you very much for coming on here talking about your story and everything like that yeah. uh hopefully we can have you on again in the future and yes. maybe you could tell us that you've uh, made that it up the ranks Adilac. a little bit more yeah that's True right that. yes True well that. thank
0: you so much for inviting me Yes. Yeah.
1: thank you all yeah. right see y'all